is Jim Tudor, host of the Easy Job Show. Today we will be exploring the easy job of a DJ. It's glamorous, it's high profile, it's exciting. A DJ plays the songs he likes, interrupts the songs you like, and has adoring fans. Now what could be easier? I've often heard that DJs remark, when they don't feel like working, they just play a few records. Today, our favorite DJ, Mr. Dave Anthony, is going to share some of his secrets with us. Dave, would you like to tell us, how many years have you been in this business? 22, 23 years. Uh, I started in 1980 doing small broadcasting within, within actually a high school broadcast station, doing program direction there. I started at that point, went on to college, and did uh, programming with a uh, AM and FM and a television station and did, did all kind of uh, fun stuff with, uh, within that uh, venue and from that point moved on to commercial broadcasting and now and after that point uh, moved on to internet broadcasting which I am today doing program direction management with uh, retro 60s and 70s. Boy, 22 years in the business, that's a long time. You must really enjoy this line of work. Would you tell the folks what you like best about your job? Uh, or creating the, the music basically having a certain style of, uh, of programming, the, the format, basically that's the, the main thing that I like the most, is the creativity. I see. It gives you an opportunity to expand and continually think. Now, no job is without problems. Every job looks as though it's pretty easy. Could you tell us what is the most challenging aspect of your job? Uh, just show prep. There's a lot of areas in which you have to prepare. There's a lot of reading involved knowing your music, knowing the industry that you're working with, whether it be internet radio or terrestrial, which is AM and FM radio or, or satellite or whatever. But like with any job, you have to know your medium and what you're dealing with. And otherwise, it is a fairly easy job because you enjoy it so much, you know what I'm saying? And for the most part, that is probably one of the challenges involved with this radio in general, whether it be internet or terrestrial, and just knowing your, your your show prep, knowing competition that you're dealing with. In other words, let's say other stations that are programming the same type of format that you have. And that, that's, that's one, of the, one of the challenges, just keeping on the cutting edge. I see then. It's not really what people think. You just don't walk into the studio and start slinging out the things that you like without regard to who's listening. You really have to do some research. It's like everything else, I guess. It just looks easy, but there is some work involved. On the average, how long would you say it takes to prepare a show? Uh, whatever particular show you're dealing with, let's say a 15-minute show, if you're doing production on that, or commercials, or whatever you might be doing. You know, if it's you know terrestrial or if it's internet, you would be doing you know particular drops, which is just basically a sound bite. That's what they call a sound bite. It may take you know 15 minutes. It may take an hour. You know, it may take two days. It just depends on the length of the show, the material, how much editing you have to do. If it's live programming, you want to make sure that you have your delays or your processing equipment is correct. You know, there's just technical aspects that you want to make sure that's correct, and that's where usually the time length comes into. It might be very quick, and you know, it's just like any job. You know, <laughs> you might have, a day might go great where everything runs smooth, and then next day, electronically, something might break down, or, you know, production-wise, something may break down. So, 
it's not much different from any other job. It just it just depends on the length of time of the day or, you know, just particular circumstances that, that occur that determines the length, the challenges that are involved in preparing programming. Surely you must be jesting, Dave. Now, every one of our listeners has listened to the radio for many years, and we must know that you just go in, you pick out a few songs, you flip the button, and away it goes. Now, you make it sound like a hard job. This dog. You, you DJ fellows or something else, you know? <laughs> Tell me. Well, Jim, uh, it depends on what category you are, you know, or what area you're working within radio. There's so many areas now that the broadcast medium has grown so drastic. You know, it's a total different world than it was back 20-some-odd years ago, where, yes, you'd walk into the studio and you just put tapes on, which is carts or whatever, or play a record. There was a lot which was known as free-form radio back in those days. That has kind of changed. There's a lot of areas in which there's research now. Now, I'm, I'm talking specifically from the programming aspect. The disc jockey aspect, for the most part, they'll have a producer. But they, a lot of them will come in and they'll just follow a playlist or whatever they have that's set up for the disc jockey and or material content, which it is called, that they, that they use. They read, you know, commercials or follow what is known as a traffic pattern. That traffic pattern is everything that's written down on a piece of paper that's on that hour of programming that the disc jockey has to follow. So that it's easy because it's fun. You know, it's not the uphill challenge. If any job has an uphill challenge, it's not an easy job. If you enjoy your work, it's an easy job because you enjoy creating and being involved with it. And most disc jockeys and or programmers or managers of stations really love their work because they enjoy it so much. It's a lot of fun, even though there's, for the most part, a lot of challenges involved with it. I see. You've hit upon a key point here. If it isn't fun, why are you doing it? And that is really the key to an easy job, is to, to make it fun. It has to be something that you're really in, interested in and really something that you would do even if you weren't getting paid. Uh, I know a lot of folks who do different radio programs, they get nothing out of it except the fun of doing it, interacting with the people, and listening, getting feedback from their audiences. But as you pointed out, a DJ does require skills in many areas. Would you share with us some of the particular skills that you might have to have if you wish to be a successful DJ? If you're going to be a disc jockey in this day and age, it's really good to know the technical aspects of the station. I mean, you have your engineer there that really takes care of that. But walking into any studio and for the most part not knowing what your you know what how the equipment works let's say if you're working an overnight shift and you don't know how your equipment works the electronic aspects of it if something breaks down you're in trouble so you have to know what system to back yourself up with now today it's a little bit easier because everything's so automated but still it's good to know from a to z what you're dealing with it's the same way with with internet radio or you know regular terrestrial radio it's knowing how things flow what the thing goes where making yourself independent and very valuable. That's like with any jobs. You're kind of independent, you're a self-starter, and you're motivated. You'll become very important to that process. And because there's a lot of disc jockeys out there that I have known in the past that start out basically the ground floor, okay? And they, throughout the years, they became better and better at what they did. And now, you know, they're on major stations in New York and Los Angeles. And, and it's because they were self-starters. And that, in this business, that's really important to be that way. That's uh, that's very interesting, Dave. You've mentioned that the field is changing technically, and I know it's also changing in other areas, such as a variety of programming. 
In fact, uh, I'm one of the old timers who can remember when FM radio station was nothing but easy listening, and today it's almost all rock. I don't think I don't know of any stations, FM stations nowadays that play the traditional FM sounds. Could you tell us how the field is changing in many ways, other ways? Well, for the most part, it is vast percentage of it. The changes in programming. A lot of it now is done. Let's say uh, they call it voice tracking. And what they do is they, they'll have a disc jockey in Los Angeles, but he will sound like that he's in Pittsburgh. What they did is, is they kind of reinvented automation. Uh, it's a very slick technique that they have. Basically, they you know like redeveloped an old form of broadcasting one station. And let's say you remember the old days, they used to simulcast. They simulcast AM and FM. This is the same process, only they'll do it across country, and they do it with a lot of computer automation techniques. So that's one of the areas that's changing. Like you say, the music is, is a big aspect of the changes. So that, that's one other aspect of, of the programming. What also has changed, as you know, is everyone else out there, is talk radio. Talk radio is a big, big medium. There's a lot of other things. It's called uh, time broker agreement type programming, which is a lot of the health shows that you hear on the air. So the predominant area of radio that, that really changes, okay, that affects everything within that station is programming. I see. Things have changed vastly, and it's really not the simple job that it used to be, uh, say, 20 or 30 years ago when everybody had the local DJ. He was the, the big hero. And, of course, we had some high-power stations that went across the country. But today, with Internet radio, you've reached an entire new medium. Could you share with us any particular challenges? We've often heard it said that you cannot be all things to all people. And with the old style of radio, you were pretty well limited to a, a very specific market of one city or perhaps one region. A lot of stations were limited to the 20-mile radius. Whenever you're addressing a worldwide audience, What's the difference between preparing your talk show or your music show, any type of show for that matter? How can you put it in perspective and say, gee, I'm not just talking to the folks in this area now, but people all over the world are going to have a chance to interpret or misinterpret what I have to say. It sounds like an awesome responsibility and something that would require a great deal of consideration. Would you share some thoughts with us on that? You're correct about that far as the terrestrial radio 20 years ago where it would only go to a 20 or 30 mile radius you know with an FM station or in 38 states for a 50,000 watt station now you, you could imagine you know internet radio is like a, a million watt station you know it goes everywhere from Singapore to China to wherever it's going to the United States to Los Angeles to Canada there's no boundary lines as far as the, the signal goes you know because you're going over the internet the World Wide web that you're broadcasting well, thank you very much, Dave, for your comments. You shared a lot of information with us and made the job of a DJ a lot more clear, at least to me, and I certainly hope to our listeners. Thanks again. We'll be calling you back from time to time for additional comments, and thanks for doing such a great job with your uh, radio station. And there you have it, folks, the easy job of a DJ. It isn't quite what it seems, proving once again the only sweet and easy job there is, my friends is the one someone else is doing. Be sure to join us the next time.